Hello, friends. Thank you for tuning in again. Really appreciate it. It's a very humbling experience. Let's go over our executive producers for this show. It's going to be a big show today. I got a lot of breaking information, and the news cycle is in my favor today. Let's first of all, let's just go over our list, shall we? Our executive producers for the show are. Oh, no, we don't have any. Well, to keep this show on the air, we have to have people that help us. The money goes right back into the show. And the reason why is because the kind of stuff that you guys want to go over, the kind of stuff that I want to go over uh, doesn't monetize very well. Although good news on that front, YouTube has released several of our biggest videos. Bad news on that front, since they demonetized it from the get-go, even though, you know, you have videos with a lot of views, all those views don't matter because there were no commercials on them. So, again, this is a struggle for, it really is a struggle for free speech. It's not just free, that might be a misnomer. It's not just free speech. It's to have what you guys want. It's shaped, this show is designed to be shaped to have what you want, not what the advertisers want you to have. Does that make sense? That's why it's listener supported. Thank you on that. You know, somebody asked me, his name was Thomas O, and I hope I didn't offend him with a comment he made about Superman. I made a comment back. Uh, but it was a question about my schedule. He asked me, why do you have a, such a hard break right at 6, 6.10? And I told him because I my schedule is very segmented. I have hard time limits that I have to go by. Uh, there's there's multiple things I do, and um, I have a hard schedule. Matter of fact, I work about 19 to 20 hours a day, and, you know, there's four hours sleeping, four to three. So that's where I'm at, but don't worry. I'm fine. I think I'm fine anyway. But um, there's, diff- there's different ways I do that. Once we get in the writing class, I'll show you how I do that, and it doesn't affect me. I feel great. There's ways to stay alert. There's ways I do that. Uh, diet is one. Uh, what I drink is another. Um, no alcohol. Uh, exercise at specific times. We'll go into all that. But that reminds me, I do have a video from Thanksgiving that I want to play for you guys real quick. Uh, is my wife and I. Your husband seems rather weary. That's right, I might be tired sometimes, but you guys are completely worth it. My name is Jerry Adams, I'm your host. You are watching or listening to Midnight Radio. Thank you very much. If you'd like to call in, the number is 325-261-0892. The email is midnightrad.io101 at gmail.com. If you are overseas in the UK, we have some a lot of listeners in Ireland and uh, Bangladesh for some odd reason. I'm not exactly sure why. But there's a link there in our description where you can click on that, leave us a message, a voice message. You don't have to call the line. And believe me, it's clear. I got some audio of that today when we go over the, the voicemail messages. Appreciate you guys very much. You guys listening on Spotify. We've now opened up on Spotify a mem- memberships. So for $4.99, you get a membership. That's a month. You get a membership. You guys are now getting every other episode of Midnight Radio. You don't get them all. You get every other episode. And we have some special content just for you. If you're a membership there. The reason we're doing that is because, again, it's a problem with sponsorships. We can't get any commercials or ads going on Spotify. I'm not sure why. This is a way to do that. It's a way for you to give back to the show that you like. $4.99 $4.99 a month, I don't think it's too much to ask, and it rolls right back and keeping us on the air. Nobody's getting rich from that. From this, this is sure. That's a sure thing. So I want to get right into it here. I got some breaking information. 
And the breaking information is about this car, Hyundai Elantra, December 17th. It was found in Oregon. Has the plates off. And see the sticker on it? I want you guys to look that up. Rainbow. Is there some rainbow auto cells or something in Moscow? I don't know. It's important to know. And we're going to go. I got uh, many pictures of this here. We're going to go over them all. It's important to note about this Hyundai Elantra. This does very much look like a. A college kid's car, doesn't it? Uh, a rich college college kid's car. And that's important to note because somebody knows that this car is missing. Whether it's, and I think it's the parents. So somebody, there's a few people that are involving themselves in this crime. And I sincerely hope they get charges. All right? If you you have the perfect kid, you've never had a reason to doubt him. He, you're paying for his Hyundai Elantra and he says it was stolen. You better turn his ass in just to check. Just saying, this is not something you should keep for yourself. And again, this may be something, maybe nothing. This car was found eight hours away. Uh, this was breaking news about an hour ago. And I'm going to show you more pictures of it. And I'm going to pull up the police scanner on it so you look at it and in, it looks like it was in some kind of accident and left there so again this may be something maybe nothing this was called in as a suspicious vehicle but it damn sure is a hyundai elantra all right and it damn sure is from the 17th you guys are seeing this right so it looks like it took some damage on that driver's side looks like it just fell apart link to everything i'm talking about is going to be in the show notes so there you have that i have some more information about this vehicle right today we're also going to do an analysis of the I don't want to call it the screen video. This is the long body, body cam footage of the police. And there is a scream in that. And we're going to go over it tonight. Go over that too. All right. So you guys can look at all these photos. Now I have this. And I'm about to look at the at the chat room because you guys might be correcting me. They already found out that that's not real. So I'm going to check, check you guys out while I'm going to show you this. This is the, uh, dispatch log and you can see at that road where that car was found, there was a suspicious vehicle. This was at 05 a.m. on the 17th. So, again, maybe something, maybe nothing. Oh, my God. I'm looking at the chat room. You guys are amazing. Thank you very much, Haley. Am I saying that right? Thank you so much, Barbara. Uh, Janine K, thank you very much. You're the executive producer for the next show. I hope I never hear the wah-wah again. Car found in Oregon. That's right. That's right. Car found, car found, car found. You know what? I, I'm, I'm sad about something, guys. I'm, I'm excited about this car being found because this might be something, and we're all, we're all holding on to everything. Um, you know, I have the thumbnail of the picture of the woman that's excited on there because that's how I feel. But... This came from Reddit. Initially, this broke on Reddit. 
And I want to tell you right now that you can't, you have to take everything from Reddit with a grain of salt. Again, this is a wild ass speculation, wild ass theory, but it's looking good to me. I'm going to, I'm going to, we're I'm going to look at this with you guys again. So I'm going to go back to the first of these pictures. I want to know what you guys think about this. So this, I'm, I'm thinking, as I'm always thinking, the police knew about this way before we did, and they're not going to tell you. They're not going to tell you. They might have even tracked it down and verified that this has nothing to do with the case of the Idaho 4. But they're not going to tell you. You're going to get nothing from them. I've been involved in cases before where I had people come to me for help because they were trying to track somebody specifically. I'll, I'll tell you a little bit about it. It was, it was a man who was frauded and this man was in his late seventies and he was going to, to a college. I, I worked in the IT department and I, he told me this story and he's like, Hey, could you help me find him? Because he was on a computer trying, thinking he could type something in and just find this guy. And um, well, that's not how the computers there in the library worked, you know. But he asked me, could I help him? And he happened to be talking to the right person. So I'm like, okay, I'll find him for you. So I found him. This person went over and he stole that dear old man's computer. So, you know, I gave him the information, uh, told him where he really lived. And pulled up his, his rap sheet because he had a large rap sheet of stealing and defrauding old people. He was on parole. I sent him back. So I pulled, pulled up his information. I gave it to the old man and along with the list of everything he ate for the past two days. Gave it to the old man and I told him. I go, here's what's going to happen. I'm going to give you this information. You're going to call it in and give it to the detective that gave you his phone number. And they're going to proceed with the case. You're never going to hear back from them again. Granted, that wasn't a murder case, but that's the way the police operate. I understand that. But I also know that we have information. You and me. This information you're looking at now didn't come from me. It came from you. We're tapping into everybody. The power of everybody watching this. The power of wild-ass speculations. The power of theories. And you know, monetization or not... It's not powered by that. It's not powered by me. It's powered by you. And this is the power of what we're doing here. It is the power of social media. You take like-minded individuals and we work together and that's what we do here. And that's what you guys do in the comments. That's what you guys do in the chat room. You guys are, you guys don't always agree, but you're polite and kind and we get the job done. So hats off to you. Hats off to the person who sent me this information really quick right away. I'll bring this up real quick, and there's a reason why I'm talking about memberships right now. We're going to start that in January. We're going to have three levels. We're going to have a $299, a $499, and a $999. Now, on the second level to the third, you're going to have access to the Discord server. And in that Discord server, we're going to be able to talk about all these cases behind the scenes. I communicate with a lot of you guys through email. This will help condense that to where we can all talk, the members, we can all talk and work on these together. And I can share things with you that I have behind the scenes that I would not feel comfortable coming up here behind this microphone looking at this camera and saying. And we can work it out, we can verify it, we can check it, you'll have quicker access. That is the power of what we're doing. Don't let them tell you it's not. Don't let them tell you that you have to go to them. No, they get the info from you. Let's look at this vehicle again. Would you look at this with me? I want you to look at this. Look at this Elantra. Now, we see some damage on the vehicle. What do we see here? We do see damage on the vehicle, okay? So what? That means that maybe it was damaged so they left it there. But what else do we see? We see the license plate removed, all right? If someone just got in an accident, you're not going to 
leave your license plate, you're going to take care of your Hyundai Elantra. You know what I mean? You're going to call mommy and daddy to help you. This looks like it was ditched with intention. There was no tow truck, tow truck called. But kids do weird things. Kids do dumb things. So maybe this was a kid and they got afraid and they just dumped their car. Well, they've got some explaining to do. All right. So this is eight hours away. I'm going to tell you this while I'm going through these photos. This is eight hours away. Somebody said, you know what? And I am not blaming this man because I don't think he's involved. Personally, I do not. But somebody told me that I and Harish said himself that he was going down this way. This is some place that he frequents. Eugene, Oregon, where this car was found. He said, they, he said that this is a place he frequents. Now, I don't think it was him, but uh, there's another coincidence for you. We're living in Twin Peaks City here. And you can find that on the interview. I think you got a... In the description of a couple videos back, you're going to see that. Holy moly. Oh, my gosh. <clears throat> Oh, so again, I'm not saying he did it. Uh, I'm not saying he did it. I said that three times. I'm not, and I don't even think he did it. I just think he's awkward. But then again, I'm a man looking into a video screen with red lights all around me. So who am I going to say who's weird or not? I'm a fruit loop. So that's all right. This car wasn't reported. It wasn't reported at all. What does that tell you? It, it's suspicious um, vehicle because it wasn't called in. That it was broken down on the side of the road. Somebody's asking. They found car. They found a car that's suspicious as hell. And it's been reported. All right, so, and we're talking about all the reasons this could be legitimate. It looks legitimate. Um, so you can see right there the damage on that front. This is in Eugene, Oregon, for those of you just tuning in. Now, you do have some damage on that front here. So, we talked earlier. Okay, so yeah, someone's saying look at the mud on the front. And yes, let's look at that. Okay, you see this mud here and the road grime? But look, in here in Eugene, Oregon, it's clear. How long has that car been there? We don't know. But let's talk about the snow. And you guys correct me all the time. Continue to do that. I don't want to be up here being a dumbass. This show isn't about how brilliant I am. This is about you. Year isn't correct. Do we really have the year? Maybe it rear-ended something. So let's talk about the snow. Um, we are talking about bloody footprints the other day. These are pictures of where the car was left. So I'm sure they're going to take this. I'm sure they're going to look at it. Thank you, Coot. So there wasn't any bloody footprints in the snow because like you guys corrected me, there wasn't any snow that day. The, the, the snow happened afterwards. So, yeah, they can analyze everything. But we did see the car coming from behind the news broadcaster when he was out in front, and there was snow there. Then it was very cold. Somebody ran the VIN. It was registered in... 2013 okay well that's good so it might how did they get the VIN from the report I just showed you guys because I don't see a VIN yeah so there's a lot of unverified things about this car we'll leave it at that 
but know this, we'll check it out and we'll continue to report on it until it's absolutely been released that it's fake or that it's not real. Again, I'm not saying it's real. I'm just saying, look, there's a Hyundai Elantra eight hours away, a mysterious one. The accident report, I don't have an accident report. So look, this is the Eugene Police Department dispatch logs. That's all I have. There's no VIN number on it. As far as I know, there's no VIN number. I haven't heard the reporting. Okay, another channel did. Well, thank you guys. I don't see how they had pics of the VIN or if it was real. But again, we'll verify that as we come along. I have to watch that. But I will tell you this, how did they get the pics of the VIN number? And why aren't the pics on here? All right, so let me continue here. I'll put a link to all this so you guys can see it down below in the show notes. Once I'm able to check the actual VIN, which I'll check myself and see if it's real, we'll go over it. All right, so I'm going to go ahead and go to voicemails right now, and pretty soon I'll be opening up the voicemail line. Now, if you're overseas, one thing you can do is leave us a voicemail message. There's a link just for that, and here's one right here. Again, the voicemail message isn't the phone number. There's a link you can use if you're overseas in the description of the videos. Hello, Jerry. I found out that the Adam the barman is Adam who was Jack S's roommate. I found this out from Crime Circus Strip Drop. So when Kaylee said to Maddie, Maddie, what did you say to Adam? That could have been regarding Kaylee and maybe another bloke. So therefore, Kaylee could have been upset and therefore that could have um, gave reason to why they were trying to get hold of Jack so many times during the night because perhaps Maddie told Adam the barman something about Kaylee and somebody else. Just a thought. Cheerio. So again, if you're overseas, there's a voicemail message link that you can click and leave us a voicemail message. Very good, very clear. Even better than leaving a voicemail message, although I have a lot of those right now. So again, about this Hyundai Elantra they found, we're going to continue with that story. We're going to do some more verifications. In our next episode, we're going to talk about it. And let me tell you about that. So our next episode is going to be 5 p.m. tomorrow. And then we're going back to the morning schedule. All right, so let me go over some vo more voicemail messages here. Why is the camera so close to my face? I have a big head. All right, thank you. It'll be all right. It'll be okay. Are you all right, Wisdom? It'll be all right. Somebody said, hey, Jerry, why is your face so red? You need some aloe or something for that sunburn. Then I looked at my face. I'm like, you, you know what? They're right. You know, and I don't have the red lights reflecting off me. Why is my face so red? And then I realized I'm a little bit shy. I'm a little bit nervous sometimes. And there's so many gorgeous women that are here in this chat room. For those of you that don't know and you're listening to this broadcast somewhere over the internet, we record live in front of a studio audience, and I'm looking down right now into this chat room, and there's some good-looking women. Matter of fact, Robomod is really hot. Check out her can. I'm just saying, just a little bit, you know, it's okay. It's all right. Everything isn't for everybody. If you got a problem with this, please do me a favor. Please call me. The phone number is 325-261-0892. If you think I got a big head, you don't like that the camera's so close, please let me know. Call me. 325-261-0892. You got a problem with a red face. 325-261-0892. You don't like the way I don't complete sentences. You don't like the way I talk. You think I talk funny. You don't like the videos being so long. I've heard all these, and I regret that I've deleted your messages. Please call me back. Let me know how you hate me. We have a New Year's special coming. It's called the I Hate Jerry New Year's special. I'm serious about this. 
We're going to do that. It's going to be a marathon of hate you against me. I'm not going to talk bad about you back. You can got, you guys can let me have it. Call that number. It's the I hate Jerry holiday special. Check your local listings and times for the broadcast. I will have a thumbnail up and I'll have that pre-scheduled really soon. I'll have a special one just for the occasion. We might even watch the ball drop. I'm not sure which one. You guys call me, 325-261-0892, and I want to hear about it. You can let, tell me about myself. Tell me about myself. I'm like, you don't like the things I cover. Oh, that's fine. These things I cover don't come from me. It comes from this audience, this audience. This is what they want. This is what they send me that they want to talk about. Matter of fact, here's somebody talking to me right now. Tell me what they want to talk about. Jerry, this is Wendell. Hey, uh, Wendell. I just wanted to tell you the truth and transparency. Just dropped a bombshell. Boom. On what's going on down there, you know, with the corruption, uh, with the, and, and I'm pretty sure the police are in on it. Uh, oh, you know, it's very interesting that video that they just made. She's live right now, but watch that video, save it and share it, go over it and see what I'm talking about. Okay. See you later. Bye. Thank you. I appreciate it. You didn't tell me where you're from, but it sounds like you're from Louisiana. Hey, Jerry. It's JJ. I just hey, wanted JJ. to follow up regarding the case and give a little synopsis of what I think so far. My take on it has been all along that it's somebody that's somehow connected to the victims. The reason I don't think it's a serial killer, it's too coincidental that Kaylee was moving away and she was the one that supposedly had the more extreme injuries, which is basic forensic psychology and criminology. If, if one victim is more brutally attacked than the others, it typically indicates that they knew that person. So, but I think that what's happening now is there's a lot of misinformation being put out by law enforcement in order to probably. Whoa, 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 wait a second. I, breaking news. I just heard something in the chat room. I just heard Ian Harish has now has a YouTube channel where he's chopping up squash. And that reminds me of a song. I can't sing worth a damn, but I'm going to do it anyway. There was once a lady I used to know. So I guess it's now a lady that I used to know. And in the evenings, she would grab her knife, go to her refrigerator, and now she's chopping broccoli. Chopping broccoli. Chopping broccoli. She's chopping, she's chopping, 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 broccoli. Chopping broccoli. Chopping broccoli. She's chopping squash. All right, next, let's finish this. My guess is have a potential perpetrator or perpetrators let their guard down and and misdirect where they think the case is going. Um, but anyway, the, the main reason I wanted to call is just to, to say that there's so many complexities in this particular case that I think it would be really hard to make a definitive um, even guess on who the killer or killers might be, except to say that I think it's somebody that was somehow related to um, or connected to, rather, the victims, even if it's just in a peripheral sense, somebody that was maybe just on the fringes of their social circle. It definitely uh, seems to be somebody that knew the house and felt comfortable and maybe wouldn't have even looked suspicious coming or going from that house. So anyway, that's where I'm at right now. I think it's, uh, it's a crazy case, and I hope they 
they have something, and hopefully they'll release information soon. All right, man. Love the show. Keep up the good work. Bye. I completely agree with that caller. I think we're all in that sentiment. We're all in that sentiment. Every little thing that happens, we're going to be looking at. Hey, hey, y'all, just figured out I have a new superpower. Look. One, two, three, four. I didn't know I could do that with my hat. Look, no hands. That's how. That's the power of my eyebrows. I think I could do push-ups with my eyebrows. Next caller. Hi, this is Joanne from Seattle. Hey, Joanne. I'm watching your program right now. Good show. Um, the white car. You're looking for the where, where he's coming from. When you get up in the uh, behind the 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 house where it happened, um, there's a parking lot up there, and there's woods behind the parking lot. There's a trail that leads up through the woods, and once you hit the top of the woods up there, there's a road with a few houses and stuff. But that road goes. It's a whole road. It goes all the way down to Taylor and goes all the way up to I don't know where. But, yeah, it's through the woods at the very top. All right. You have a good one. I love your show. Bye. I can't remember the name of it. Wayantia Road. You guys, a lot of you guys were telling me about that. That little road behind there is where the car was actually coming from. Do you guys want to look at the map again? Thank you, Susan. Thank you. Thank you so very much. Thank you. Yeah, Valentia. Am I pronouncing it correct? I have an accent. You know, I've been working with my voice for many years now, and I've actually learned to to not use my accent when I talk, but when I let it relax, I sound like this, and I know you guys don't want to hear that. You'd rather hear somebody like this. But if you guys want to go over that Google map again, we'll do that. Let me know. I'm not sure what this caller was saying. Hey, somebody called me yesterday and left me a voicemail message and you are high as a kite. Please smoke another one and call me again. That was awesome. We all loved it. Hey, I was just wanting to comment about, uh, you're talking about the girls that you. Oh my gosh. She has the same accent I just had to live there. You said a couple years ago. I didn't do that on purpose. Um, the videos I've been seeing are from this this past uh, September the 1st, and that was Maddie and those girls that live there now. Uh, basically, they had had a party, some kind of themed party, and anyway, the cops showed up regarding a loud party call, and anyway... Um, Oh my gosh, chat room. You guys are going to have to stop. You keep throwing broccolis out. I can't get this song out of my head. I can't get it out of my head. What am I going to do? They they wound up determining that uh, Maddie and them had either left or they were there and some guys come down. There's a bunch of people there. And finally they talked to Maddie on the telephone. Basically gave, gave her a warning about the loud noise and if they had to come back. Anyway, I didn't know if what you heard years ago was was that was related to that or, or what. But to my knowledge, they moved in in August. And this party that they had was uh, September the 1st, according to the, the latest. It was a body cam from the Moscow police. Yes. All right. Thanks a lot. I saw that, but I, I didn't see the relevance at all. That's just me. Um, this, okay. So here's an example. So when we get our, our memberships going on, there's things I don't, I get that I don't feel comfortable bringing out. I get them really early sometimes. And that would be one of them. That video was one of them. Another one is, um, somebody sent me a picture. You know who you are. Thank you. You guys, you guys get stuff. Send it to me. But this picture was supposedly in Kaylee's bed, taken in Kaylee's bedroom, the day of the murder, with a bunch of the sorority sisters throwing out their middle fingers, 
I wasn't able to verify that, but once we get our group there in Discord, we can go over some of that ahead of time and we can verify these things, you know, together there before before uh, I come on air. Okay. We got a couple more here. Jerry, I was trying to send you a link to uh, Jonathan Lee Richards, uh, Jonathan Lee Richards' uh, last Jail. video from uh, timestamp 5708 to the end, and I wanted to know what you thought about it. So uh, anyway, uh, I tried. I, I, I had success with the first link, but uh, I, I don't think I did with the second one. Oh, okay, it's Jonathan Lee uh, Richards investigates, and it's uh, from 57.08 or whatever to uh, the end. But I think you'll be interested in it. I think it blows the case. If that's it, that's that's it. That's that's the car and everything else. And JD is uh, a wall. Jack Jack the core. Uh, and oh. All right, let's talk about Jack Decor and Jack S. Apparently, some YouTuber, some cyber sleuth, put out a video where they said the guy, the hoodie guy in the video was Jack D. All right? we've I've gone over pictures of Jack S. And I'm telling you, 100% to me, it looks like Jack S. Matter of fact, you would not know the name Jack S., if it wasn't Jack S, because he never would have been brought into purview of this investigation. If he wasn't the man that walked them all the way down, all right, you would not know his name. Jack D and Jack S do not look anything alike. Nothing alike. Jack D's much taller don't look alike at all jack s looks like jack s and jack d looks like jack d jack d wasn't at the food truck so maybe i'm wrong or maybe i'm loopy and that could be the case because i would have to go back through our footage like two weeks ago but how do you even know the name jack s joe was talking about jack s the the um Friends of Jack S who were saying that he was the hoodie guy, but he was helping them get home because they were alleviated. Okay. They were defending him. Who? Jack S, the name that you know. Jack D wasn't there at the time. A food truck. So take everything you hear with a grain of salt. I mean... I, I don't understand. I just don't understand why people are saying it's Jack D at the truck. It's blowing my mind. I mean, I don't mean that you guys are gullible. Now, here's the part that I mean that's blowing my mind is the back and forth on this case. Information's put out. Information's taken back. Oh, broccoli. Oh, some things are faked. Over the simplest things. Matter of fact, the... Here's the ultimate thing about Jack D and Jack S. It was Jack S at the food truck. The police, in their report, when they were ruling out suspects, they ruled out Jack D, and they ruled out the hoodie guy. They didn't say Jack S was a hoodie guy to protect his name. They ruled out two separate individuals, the hoodie guy and Jack D. So, I mean, there's people going around with this misinformation, going back and forth, you think you get an inch, you take an inch. I'll tell you this right now. I, I'm starting to feel, I was a little bit fatigued yesterday, but I don't think it was about the case. I think it's about the donuts and the time I have to wake up to, to roll them suckers out and punch holes in them and make them delicious for your consumption. But today, I feel different. I feel like we keep doing this. We keep looking at these things safely, respectfully, and don't, Call the tip line on everything that's not a tip. Tip is things you've heard yourself, seen yourself. These are just wild-ass speculations, wild-ass theories, a couple old-ass theories, and a song about broccoli. They don't want to hear about that. 
but there's power in it. Let's let's keep going. Let's keep doing what we're doing. And I'm about to open that phone line for you guys because I want to talk to you. Listen to Dad. Listen to Dad Steve. He's seeking information out because he wants people to find who killed his daughter. And this is how he can do it legally. And I think the school is trying to sweep this under the rug because they don't want it to ruin the town. Okay, I'm just listening. I've been kind of following it today again. Okay, so they were walking, and they asked if she told Adam everything, and they and she said, "Yes, I told Adam everything." Adam is Jack, the boyfriend Jack's roommate, and also the bartender at the bar where they were at. They go home, and then they try to call Jack ten times. Was that to try to find out what Adam said to him or if Adam said anything to him? And he never answered the phone. He said he was sleeping. Who says he was sleeping? Maybe he had his phone shut off. Maybe he was already in the house because he was mad. And there was no, you know, the dog didn't bark and there was no forced entry into the house. I think whatever was said to Adam... I said to Jack, and it made Jack mad. He come over to the house, and he come in, and Ethan seen him, so he killed Ethan first and then went upstairs. Um, I just, I think it has something to do with her breaking up with him and leaving out of town. But I, I think it has something to do with whatever they told Adam at the bar, okay? And the other thing is that, that they... They called him to 2.56 in the morning, but they were killed at 3. That don't even make sense. They wouldn't have been asleep by 3 in 4 minutes. Um, A lot of us think that. It's almost like, and, and if they had their phones to call Jack, why didn't they call 911? Unless they thought, trusted Jack, never thought he was going to ever do anything to him. I don't know. This is just too weird. I can agree with that. I was just wondering what was going on that Jack S. was wearing the same style of clothing as Jack D. wears, and Maddie was wearing a jacket that looks just like a jacket that Jack D. wears. So that seems a little odd. What's up with that? Any thoughts? Thank you. Bye, Jerry. I, I do have thoughts, actually. Living here where I live for the past, I'd say, 40 years, all the kids at the high school wear the same style of clothes. It hasn't changed. Um, some kids wear polos, but mostly it's just blue jeans and T-shirts. But, I mean, there is the added advantage of here. It doesn't get too cold in the winter all the time. But... That being said, my point is this, is Idaho and it's cold. The kids dress similar. It could just be fashion and nothing mysterious. But that is a good thing to bring up. Everything must be looked at. Everything must be examined. Hey, Jerry. It's Liz here from Ireland. Um, hey, hey, everybody. Um, yeah, I'm after smoking one, too. But uh, I just... Wait, how did you call me from Ireland? I wanted to say... Um, for some reason, the ex Jack D is sticking out to me. I don't know why, but like, he's literally down the road from where the house is, and that Adam guy that they were speaking of mm -hmm. in the video cam, Maddie and uh, Katie. Yeah, they refer to Adam that actually lives with Jack D. So yeah, that's my thoughts on it. Anyway, take care. Love the show. Thank you. Appreciate the kind words. So, how did she call from Ireland on the phone line? That's awesome, though. You can also use uh, the message link. So, believe 100% it was not Jack D at the food truck, but that doesn't eliminate Jack D by any stretch of the imagination. So, I didn't want to say that. 
We've got this and one more. And we're going to open up the phone lines. Hey, Terry. It's Avery Shannon. Hey, Avery. I wanted to tell you, your head is not that big. <laughs> oh, thank you. You're perfectly fine. You're close enough. We all like it. So figured I would let you know. Thank you. Is my face turning red again? Again, this is interesting. I think I'll leave this on the troll show, but I'll give you a preview right now. City boy! City boy! City boy! Woo! City boy! That's awesome. Thank you very much. This sounds like the same person that was singing about their nuts last night. I appreciate that very much. I thank you. So let's go ahead and open the phone lines. Hello to everybody in the chat room. Guys, did I miss something? I don't miss, I don't mean to. I do go back and look at everything after the show's over. All right. So let's see what else I have here. Phone lines open for you. I'm working on something in the back end of it. So you're going to hear it ring through today. Or actually, while I'm waiting, let me try to... Ah. So I'm not joking about that. I do want people that hate the show to call me. And we're going to have a New Year's Eve special about it. And uh, it's going to be great. Matter of fact, if we get any dirty comments or anything, I'm going to tell them to call that line. So basically, the haters, you guys have immunity for the next couple couple weeks here. I do want to tell you guys about this real quick. Uh, while I'm waiting for you guys to call me, this is called a light phone. I did a review about it. It has literally changed my life. This is one of the reasons I only need to sleep four hours a day. It seems odd, but it's true. And look at how smaller it is than a regular smartphone. I'll show you what it looks like when I turn it on. Well, it's kind of dark. Ah, ah, where's my camera? It's hard to see. But it takes all the social media off your phone. It's basically just a phone, but it has other amenities to it, too. Like, you can put podcasts on it. If you want to put Midnight Radio and listen to it on there, you can definitely do that. It's, uh, man, it's, it's awesome. If you guys want to know more about it, let me know. I'll tell you. But I want to bring it up because of how, how great it is and how it has changed my life. It enables me to focus more. And um, you'll realize that you're, you're addicted to social media. Now, I do believe that social media has a place. But um, that's after a certain time, not during your whole day. That's how I get so much done. And uh, I'll talk about it more in a writing class, but that's part of it. Also, let's see. All right, let's pull up other stuff I got here. All right. Who wants to look at the screaming? It's called a light phone. It's a light phone. I have I did a review about it on my... On my videos, if you guys look at it, I go about, I go over it, but I just want to let you know that I'm still using the light phone. I use it every day. It's amazing. It's, it's changed my life for the better. It helps me focus. It helps me write. All right. If it wasn't for the light phone, I'd, I wouldn't be able to show you this video right here. Okay. So what we're looking at here, there's going to be links in the show notes. This is the screaming in the background. Okay. I'm going to. Crank up the volume right here. Okay. 19. 19? Yep. Okay. Is there a reason why you stop back there? Yeah. Well, we saw him talking to him, right. so we didn't know. Yeah. All right. Did you guys hear it? That's what it sounded like. Again, this is from Plunder, but I, I do have the real video, but. Okay. 
you guys hear that? Some people said that that was actually um, tires screaming or something. Yeah, to me it sounded like a scream. It didn't sound like tires. But uh, it sounded real. Again, that was from Plunder. There will be a link to that in the show notes so you can watch her whole video. I want to thank you guys for bringing her to my attention, but stop it. I have another video here for you. Okay. We should look into Dylan's dad. What does that mean? Yeah, Will Screech. If it was a Will Screech, then that would make sense when nobody was concerned that there was a scream, right? Yeah. Mob crew did a vid, broke it down, said he thought it was squeaky brakes. I don't think that's true because... How how damn far is that squeaky brakes that you're he- hearing it all this way and you're not hearing a motor running, but you're hearing the brakes squeak? I don't know. It's possible. Matter of fact, it's almost likely. Now, I got this audio footage from supposedly, everything's hard to say, that, that's right. All we can do with this show is document stuff, and then when it starts to go to trial, we're going to look at all over. The, we're going to do a coverage every day of the trial. So... Somebody heard stop. Other people heard breaks. So I got this footage. Oh, I'm showing it to you. Well, we don't need to look at it. But what it is is this audio of somebody saying that they're a family member of law enforcement. Again, this is unverified, but this is what is out about this case. So that's why I'm talking about it. That's why we're going to talk about it. Phone line's open if you guys want to call me. Maybe you're a family member of law enforcement we got about 10 minutes left of the show. Here we go. I'm a relative of someone inside the investigation into um, the quadruple homicide in Idaho. Um, I don't I don't want to be any more specific than Hypothetical, that. Hypothetical, theoretical. I don't want to put anybody broccoli. in a challenging or contentious situation regarding their continued employment. Um, and I will say what I'm about to tell you is secondhand, but it is from what I believe to be a very reliable source. Again, this can only be considered a rumor as I don't have first-hand knowledge. I never planned on posting any of this information out of respect for the victims' families. However, now that one of the victims' fathers has released some of the gruesome details himself, I'd like to share some of the um, investigative theory. Um, As you know, the two women were found in the same bed, but um, with similar wounds, that's what's being reported. Um, That's not exactly 100% true. Um, at least in, in in regard to the fact that they weren't, um, they hadn't fallen asleep in the same bed. Um, one of the victim's wounds were deep gouges that were delivered with extremely aggressive force, so much so that the victim's liver and lungs were destroyed. Um, here's the theory that's happening. Um, they definitely think it was a man because of the force of the wounds. Um, the person must have been strong, very strong. Um, They think the man came into the room after doing what they did on the second floor. They went upstairs. Um, The person cleanly and quietly um, unalived to the first victim. The second victim awoke and tried to run. The man, they believe that the the man possibly grabbed her and she screamed loudly, apparently. The man then harmed her, and the reason the wounds were of such force, he was doing it, he was delivering it quickly and forcibly. Again, I want to say that this has not been verified. Who is this? This is some random smackerjacker who left a voicemail message saying that he was a member, uh, a family member of law enforcement. But this is what's going around. Okay. to quiet her, um, which I apologize for how 
I know it's disturbing, but anyway, um, how, how do we know that she screamed? Um, because three individuals reported hearing a scream between, um, between somebody in the chat room is saying, I don't trust this. I don't think I agree. But then again, if you didn't hear it, you wouldn't have it to not trust. Between 3.25 and 4 o'clock. Um, that's why the police have such a specific time frame as to when the murders occurred. Because I don't know if you noticed, but um, the authorities weren't called the next day until late in the morning. Yet they had a very specific time frame when the murder happened. They think the scream is why. Um, and after reviewing video files from the neighborhood um, they reviewed security cameras in the area and they have an audio file where you where they i haven't heard it but i was told that a clearly you can clearly hear a loud scream from a female that scream was recorded at exactly 3 38 a.m um, neighbors say they didn't call the police because they said there's often loud noise coming from the house um I was told that there were parties there all the time. Again, I don't know if that's true, but it's what I was told. Um, the weapon used was a long serrated edged hunting knife with a fixed blade. The weapon had not been in the house. The person brought it with them and took it when they left. Um, the two victims were on the same bed, not side by side. One victim was found on. Hello, this is a midnight caller line. This is Jerry. How can I help you? Hi, Jerry. Wow, I got through. Um, well, this is Sandy. I'm from Iowa. I seen a thing today where Maddie's prior roommate committed suicide. And the reason why she committed suicide is because the girls have bullied her so bad. And on the, they had posted a thing about her funeral and the time of her funeral and her family and all that. And there was some really bad things about this is what she deserved. They're going to spit on her grave. And, and, and that her brother was really upset about her committing suicide kind of makes you wonder, is this because they were graduating that week and the brother committed it? I don't know. That was pretty fishy. I just thought I'd tell you, but it's, it's uh, it said it was Maddie's prior roommate that committed suicide because she was bullied and that the family's upset about the stuff that was put on her funeral things online. I saw the same thing. I think we covered it a couple shows back and it is disturbing. There hasn't been any verification whether or not Maddie was actually her roommate, but those things were put on her, her, um, you know, funeral notice there and they were very disturbing and <laughs> there's so many motives for so. all the different people around. You're seeing so many different motive motives for everybody. It's hard to pin anything down, especially when you don't yep. give any information from the police, which is understandable, but it makes me think this, the police have, the police have so much information that we don't have that they would have to almost know who it is, but they're not releasing it. That's what I think. And again, yeah. I appreciate it. Thank you for calling. Uh-huh. Bye. All right, bye. So the phone line is working now. You should pay, play it for sure. I should play what? Oh. On top of the other, the reason is that the one tried to escape and was grabbed, harmed, and then shoved and fell on top of her friend. Um, that is why there is um, a lot, there's a lot of problem, blood, blood mixtures on this at the scene. Um, uh, they're also desperately looking for this. Again, this audio is super suspicious. You know, it was like, yeah, right, vocal fry. This is super suspicious, but it is something that's out there, and maybe there's something in what he says. White car. The reason being is that it was seen speeding by an A&W slash gas, gas station. I don't even know what that is, but anyway, that's, again, it could be wrong. I was just told it was seen speeding by an A&W gas station slash hangout um, at 345. 
Now, if the scream was recorded at 3.38 and the car sped by at 3.45, it's a very tight time frame, but it is possible that the person left immediately and rushed and was seen speeding by. Also, the scream may have been what caused the person to quickly leave. Um, that scream could have been what saved the other two roommates' lives. Um, the person knew that they might be detected, so they sped away. Again, Somebody's saying this voice sounds very familiar. It's not my voice. Yes, the screen, the screen time match, the timestamp of body camera. There's two different body cameras, and both of them have the, the different screen time on it. Um, what was I going to say? Is this Joseph Morris? Is this Joseph I hear? This is all just rumor. Um, take it for what it is. Um, I just pray for these young... How the hell is he saying it's rumor if supposedly he heard this from his family member? Damn it. Some bitch. They got us again. It kind of sounds like... It does sound like Joseph Morris. It does. That some bitch. You know what? I don't know about you guys, but I'm, it's not Joseph. I'm joking, Emmy. It's okay. But if you have a problem with anything, please call that 325-261-0892 and leave a voicemail message. Guys, if I don't get any voicemail messages, you guys are going to have to pretend like you're mad at me. All right? I don't know. Because I really want to do this holiday special. It means a lot to me for the new year. That's, that's why I'm asking for Christmas is your hate. Your hate voicemails. That's all I really want for Christmas. I might write a song about it. So we have a lot of stuff floating around right now. Who's Joseph Morris? Am I saying the wrong name? Joey Morris? Oh, yeah. I'm having withdrawals, and I'm not even joking about this. I've had no good Banfield clips. I haven't been able to hear from my girl, Banfield, and I want to. I want something. I'm starting to like it. God help me. I'd like to thank you all for joining us today. Hopefully tomorrow we'll have Banfield clips. If you're mad that there's no Banfield clips, please call 325-261-0892 and let me have it. Oh, I got one more call. I'll tell you what, I'm going to go ahead and take it. Midnight caller line. This is Jerry. God help. Hey, Jerry. Hi. Are we on air? We are on air, yes. Who am I speaking to? Hey, this is this is Jay. This is little Jay. Hey, Jay. You know who this is? I'm not sure. Anyway, anyway I woke up this morning, shock, woke up this morning with a clear vision in my mind. So, you know, when you hear a story and you think about a story and then it rolls around your, in your mind, well, I don't do that. I go over lots of information every day, all day long. This morning I woke up from a clear dream that was going through what that psychic, I don't follow psychics, but when she started giving some of the details, I paid attention to those details and they just, they just ring, sound true to me. Do they, did they ring true to you at all? At all? I mean, you aired it. Which one? The Serafina one where she's going through okay. her her. So you're talking. You're talking about mm -hmm. the original Serafina video. Yeah. Thank you so much, Annabelle. Yeah, I want to talk about that. Um, I wouldn't say it rang true for me. That that's not the emotion. It was. It fascinated me. I was very interested in it, and that's why I shared it because it was so specific, mm -hmm. and that's why I was interested in it. So it was my way of documenting as we go through this. But I know since then she's changed some things, and I find that's interesting too. I haven't seen that. Yeah, I but just I heard about to that. Tell you that this morning I woke up, I documented it, and I sent it. So I wrote it down exactly as it was and sent it. But it was very, very clear that the person wasn't necessarily super tall, but was agile. I had a very, very clear dream, and it was following what she was. So I know that's very suggestive. Okay, I'll give you that. 
But what I saw was this person on top of the body, knife blade up, down, slide in, reach a hand in, one hand. The guy had to use two hands to remove a token. She said he took a token, and this morning I woke up, and what I got was that he took the womb to take all traces of paternity evidence out of the body. So I wanted to pass that on. It just it, it just was so clear. Wow. That is a wild-ass speculation, but thank you. You're welcome. Great show. Thank you. I appreciate it. You have a good <laughs> evening. You too. Bye now. Some of you are asking who's Donna Serafina, and I'll tell you real, right now, the easiest way to find that is to go to our psychic video we did, and we were talking about her. And uh, the first, I think there was one before that. Oh, yes, I remember. Possible suspect, that was the one. So if you go back and check that out, you can get the whole story. All right, let's send this off here. Let's end on that note. Again, everything you've heard here is by us Fruit Loops, Wild Ass Speculations, Wild Ass Theories. This is a place for it. It's a safe place for it. Right here at Midnight Radio. You can call me, leave me a voicemail throughout the week, 325-261-0892, especially if you hate this show, please. Do me a kindness. Tell me what you really think about us for a New Year's Eve special. You can email me, midnightrad.io101 at gmail.com. You guys do. This show is powered by you. You guys are the program directors. You guys are the producers. We go over what you guys want to go over, what we want to go over. You guys are awesome. I can't tell you how much I appreciate you guys. Uh, We have more information coming up for you tomorrow. Until then, all my best.